Do you know that among all the billionaires in the world, one of the top three industries is manufacturing? I don't know about you, but I always thought the top industry would be tech by far. But turns out, according to Forbes, of the 2,668 billionaires on Forbes' 2022 World's Billionaires list, the top three biggest industries are actually finance/investment, manufacturing, and tech. In that order, in other words, the manufacturing industry produced more billionaires than tech, at least for 2022. As they say, you should choose your profession carefully. Well, if you want to choose a business to own and operate, the same line of thinking applies. If you take a step back, it does make sense for manufacturing to be on top of the list because manufacturing requires significant capital investments, and once you establish a scale. It's going to be harder and harder for newcomers to compete. If you want to get into the manufacturing business, competing with existing big players is definitely difficult. That's why the route to go is a brand new type of product, such as VR headsets, where the competition is still low. Welcome to Personal Finance Cat, where I share my personal take on personal finance. Hello, welcome to Personal Finance Cat. In today's episode. We're going to talk about another exciting opportunity in the metaverse industry: manufacturing hardware, such as VR headsets. Hopefully, the intro is convincing enough for you to see why there could be a huge upside potential. After a quick research to see what companies out there are the big players in manufacturing VR headsets, it confirmed this assumption. According to Tomsnet.com, of the top United States providers of virtual reality hardware and software. Only two have more than 500 employees, and majority of them were established after the 2000s. If you look at the top global providers of virtual reality software and hardware, besides the usual suspects of Google, Oculus (now part of Meta) and Samsung, the other ones are also pretty small. The second question, naturally, is how to start a manufacturing business. It may sound daunting, but surprise, surprise. There are a lot of resources out there laying out the step-by-step plan to start a manufacturing business. An article by Constant Contact, for example, walks you through the seven steps of starting a manufacturing business, and they are: number one, do market research; number two, determine your niche and business idea; number three, pick a name and create a logo; number four, write a business plan; number five, fund your manufacturing business. Number six, start making product. Number seven, market your manufacturing business. In my mind, if you are already set on entering into the metaverse hardware manufacturing business, the first two steps—market research and business idea—are already addressed. Step number three, picking a name and logo. That should be fairly easy too, since you can always change the name and/or logo. The key steps are the next four. Which all have to do with implementation. Anybody who has witnessed or run a successful business knows that it's 99% about implementation and 1% about ideation. Therefore, spend the time and energy to do the business plan, network with other business owners to learn about the opportunities and pitfalls, secure the funding to get the business going, and then and only then can you actually manufacture the product. But that's not the end of it. You have to market and sell your product effectively, which is what many people believe the most critical step. I'll admit, to successfully complete all these steps will not be easy. The bright side is, 
all these barriers potentially translate to less competition. Nowadays, what dominates the startup industry are tech companies, which usually offer digital products. In my view, it makes it super competitive because there are so many coding geniuses out there trying to do the same in a garage or a basement with little to no capital investment. Going back to the topic at hand, for each of the steps and beyond, you can find many resources to learn. For example, how to write a business plan. Boom. The above referenced constant contact blog article has link to another article on this topic. But even beyond these steps, if you want to, for example, understand what trade shows there are to scout out your competition or to build partnerships, you can quickly find out such information. Just by doing the Google search, I found this organization called VRAR Association or Verara, which organizes various trade shows around, you guessed it, VR and AR technologies. On their website, it is mentioned that they will have many in-person and virtual events in 2023 for different verticals, topics, and experiences. They also linked some of the past events they hosted. Among them, the Verara Global Summit had 12,000 people attending in 2020, which is pretty impressive considering that it was right in the beginning stages of the pandemic. I also browsed through their website and realized that they offer a lot more than just trade shows. They have podcasts, webinars, newsletters, weekly online meets, and even local chapters in many major cities around the world. It definitely looks like a great place to start networking if you are serious about starting a business in this space, including a manufacturing business. Looking at some of the testimonials, some VRAR startups were able to land their first contract through events hosted by this organization. One aspect I learned while doing my research is that there are various verticals, meaning different industries, that may use VR and or AR. Besides the usual suspect, gaming, there are quite a few others. Here's a list of the verticals on the Verara website. Automotive, Industrial Metaverse and Digital Twin Committee, Marketing, AEC and Real Estate, Aerospace, Criminal Justice, Defense and Intelligence, Education, Energy, Enterprise, Entrepreneurship and Venture Financing, Healthcare, Metaverse includes avatars, NFTs, retail and e-commerce, safety and security, sports and fitness, storytelling, training, travel and tourism, universities and colleges, web XR, diversity and inclusion, metaverse for good, VR for good, location-based entertainment, LBE. Instead of boiling the ocean, pick a vertical that you're most familiar with and or most passionate about and then drill down to understand the specific needs for VRAR hardware in that vertical. For example, I'm a real estate investor, and one application I know would have a huge potential is virtual tours of houses, not only for real estate investors, but also for retail buyers for their primary homes. Let's be honest, it is very time consuming to schedule showings and then physically go to each one of the houses you're potentially interested in, even though it can be fun from time to time. Virtual tours provide a much better alternative. If you're still interested in the house after the virtual tour and decide to actually show up in person, you're likely very serious about buying the house. So this helps out both the buyers and the agents who'd come to the viewing as authentic, interested parties. There is a company called Matterport, which already provides this service. But so far, it only provides the software. 
perhaps partner with them to understand what opportunities there are for hardware. One potential group of customers I can immediately think of are the real estate investors, especially out-of-state investors, guilty as charged, who have the recurring need to use such service and therefore can justify buying a pair of VR headset just for this purpose. If the headset is only a few hundred bucks, it's potentially less than the cost of one flight for one visit. Think about the cost savings this can generate. Agents can potentially use them too, for clients who want to come into the office to view a bunch of houses in one shot instead of going to all of them one by one. Think about the time savings this can generate. Like one testimony on the Matterport website said, it's like a 24-7 open house. The reason why I believe there's a need for hardware is because even though the 3D Tour Matterport offers has a decent quality, it still doesn't feel quote-unquote natural, meaning you have to drag it around with your mouse, similar to how you would use Google Maps. If you ever used Google Maps, you know that sometimes it doesn't work that smoothly. So in my mind, the headset can make the experience much better and put the real in virtual reality. Bonus tip. I understand that manufacturing hardware right out of the gate can be very daunting. So perhaps start small. Instead of the VR headset, maybe start with accessories like lenses in the VR headset or the motion detectors that go with the VR headset or the straps of the VR headset or even an attachable cloth that can help with sweat for users who wear the VR headset for an extended period of time. Many great businesses started with a relatively simple product, but over time expanded much beyond the initial offering. A great example would be Amazon, which started with only selling books, but is now selling anything on earth that you can think of and has expanded its business way beyond just an online retailer, offering services like payment, cloud, streaming, and even groceries. So even if you start with VR headset sweat cloths, you may go very far if the initial business becomes successful. All right, this is it, my friends. This marks my second to last episode in this metaverse season. I certainly enjoyed it a lot, even though the listener pool or viewership is not large so far. If you have any suggestions to help me make the show better, please let me know by leaving a rating or review on Spotify or Apple Podcast or leaving a comment on YouTube. I would really appreciate it. Thanks so much if you have listened all the way to the end. Until next time. Oh,